Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Productive Not Busy podcast with me, Wayne Weathersby. Where we're addressing the needs of business owners and planting the seed for a secure future. I'm going to show you how to make more money, have more free time, and less stress. So you just have to ask yourself these questions. Do I want a business that's far more successful and productive? And do I want to grow my business to the next level? Do I want my business to work for me or work for it? Remember, customers have high expectations. And with our help, we can put you on the path to taking your business to the next level. We can evaluate your business and see what makes the difference between a successful or just getting by. Remember, it's just people, processes, and procedures. So give yourself the best odds of being successful and let's make this happen. Welcome back to another episode of the Productive Not Busy podcast with me, Wayne Weathersby. Happy Monday. Things are super exciting in the world of coaching. I've had some great wins over the weekend with some clients, and I kind of wanted to spread uh, some positivity out there today and give everybody some clarity on uh, goals versus expectations. And um, expectations have consequences. That's why I choose to use those versus setting goals. And uh, we've had some big wins on that. So obviously the expectations are very important, and but you have to have a roadmap to get there. So a lot of people, for example, let's say you want to drive from here to Michigan, Central Florida to Michigan. Well, you can wing it, kind of find your way, or you can have a pretty clear path on exactly how many hours it's going to take you, how many stops it's going to take, what have you. Just kind of giving you some clarity on that. So I asked four of my coaching clients to give me a expectation of what their thoughts on their income for the year. And it's funny, for some reason, the magical number is always 100000 a year, which is amazing. All four of these people are very competent, very smart folks, pretty successful, but not a single one of them could break that down to tell me what it would take to hit that expectation in bite-sized chunks. And where I'm going with that is, is that it gives you a lot more clarity and allows you to break up the big number into a smaller number that allows you to track your results. So for example, $100,000 a year working five days a week, okay, is $8,300 a month, $2,083 a week, $416 a day. When you know your numbers like that, you absolutely can figure out a faster, less stressful way to your expectation or your goal. Knowing that you got to make $416 a day allows you to focus on just that number for the day. So for instance, if you're a commissioned salesperson, you know that you need to have a plan on how many appointments you've got to have in order to close enough deals to make $416 for that day. 
If you've done that, you've accomplished it. Then you can move on to the next day. The goal of or expectation of $100,000 a year and you're three quarters of the way into the year and you've made $18,000, nobody can tell me what they've got to do in order to accelerate their results to get them where they want to be. So you have to have a yardstick or, or a measuring tool of some sort, mentally on paper, something that gives you a roadmap. I highly suggest putting it in writing, putting it somewhere visual where you're looking at it all the time where you can update it. It's super huge to know where you are at the moment, especially as a coach. If I'm coaching you and I call you and ask you, where are you at for the year? Where are you at for the month? Where are you at for the week? Where are you at for the day? At any hour, you can tell me what that number is. The neat thing about it is once you've started this process, it works on anything. If you're looking to lose weight and you want to lose 30 pounds and you get that a time frame, you can back those numbers up and know exactly. I would rather think about losing two and a half pounds a week than 30 pounds overall. And you're going to find yourself having more success once you know these numbers, because then you can focus on the nibble and now you're starting to make some progress. That's attainable, which is a win. And your mentality when you win is much better. You're eager to continue is much better when you know your numbers and you know what you've attained. That works in going to the gym and gaining muscle. And setting a time frame, you know that you've got to gain X number of pounds. Well, you can back into knowing exactly how many calories you've got to consume, how many workouts per week that you got to have in order to accomplish that. And knowledge is power. And on Productive Not Busy, in this podcast, that's what I want to achieve for all of the folks that are listening and all of my clients is that clarity brings less stress. Less stress brings more free time, more free time and less stress equals more money because you're able to attain your goals and expectations and you're living a stress-free life and you know at any moment in time where you stand in your journey to success. Whatever that number is, $100,000 seems to be the number that everybody kind of throws out there and almost everybody Nearly 100% of the people that I say, okay, great. How much do you need to make per week or per day in order to accomplish that goal? And everybody looks at you like a monkey doing a math problem and has no idea. But I can tell you the clarification and the, the relief of stress that it brings when you know exactly what you've got to attain in order to do that is absolutely amazing. We'll be right back. Welcome back. So our topic today is setting goals, income goals, especially when you're starting a business. So, you know, we all know building a business is tough work and sometimes it can be hard to gauge what income expectations or goals you should be reaching for. And a lot of times this lack of clarity stems from two places, right? Number one, the business owners aren't sure what income goals make sense for their business because they've never done it before. It's tough to know how much you should be striving to make when you have no past experience to compare your business growth to. A lot of times all the solopreneur entrepreneur has to work with are the best guesses on what income and goals and expectations are reasonable. That's why I'm saying that when you put it on paper and get with somebody that understands the process, it can be broken down into something that gives you so much clarity that it 
almost invigorates you to go and chase it because then you realize what you're working with. Number two, it can be demoralizing to set your income goals, even reasonable ones as a business owner. Self-doubt creeps in and it feels easier to just not set the goal at all and just wing it and see what's going, you know, what happens. Negative questions start to rattle around in your head. You know, what if you don't hit the goals? Um, and does that, you know, hurt my business? Does it hurt my, my mental output? Or does it affect my hard work? The hard truth is that an entrepreneur, you need to income goals to guide your business, especially for development decisions. To do this, you need to get clear on what a reasonable goal to aim for is and what you should actually need to support your business and your family. The process of setting goals doesn't have to be overwhelming. You can get started in four easy steps, right? Step number one is understanding what you're building. I think Simon Sinek said it best, start with why. When you know why you're doing what you do and what your long-term vision is for both yourself and your business, you're better equipped to set income goals and expectations that reflect your why. For example, let's say you've started a small social media management company while your kids are in middle school. You're passionate about work and you're doing clients' work that you're able to connect with virtually. But your ultimate why is that you want to make enough money to put your kids through college debt-free. You already have some savings set aside for them, right? But your business over the next several years is going to... Uh, be the primary contributor to the savings before they graduate. Then when they're all graduated from college, do you plan on retiring? Now that is an exciting why. Even if this example doesn't resonate with you, don't be afraid to dig deeper and ask yourself the hard questions about what you're doing and why you're doing it for the long term. Are you building your business to sell and make a profit in the next few years? Are you wanting your business to continue on after you're gone? Is it a business that was born out of necessity because you had to pay the bills? And will your business just dissolve and go away when you retire? So knowing what you're building and why you're building it can help you guide your revenue goals. Remember our example above, the income goals of social media manager hustling to put their kids through college, but will retire after they graduate are going to look way different than someone who's building a large-scale marketing firm with multiple employees that will likely be passed on through succession plan or generations to come when the founder is ready to retire. When you understand what you're building, you can create strategy profit and profit margins, equity and spending patterns. Every decision you make will ultimately support your short and long-term business goals. Number two, got to understand what you need. As a business owner, you need to know what you need to bring home for your family that allows you to meet your personal financial goals and obligations. This includes any household spending, plus play money, savings for travel, retirement, your children's college education, and any of the other goals you might have. Actually, it can be kind of helpful sometimes to create two sets of numbers what you need to bring home to survive and what you need to bring home to meet all of your financial goals and obligations. I'm telling you, this will bring so much clarity. This information can help you guide your goal and expectations and give you both an attainable income goal and 
an expectation that you can reach for. It can also help you set a more reasonable goal for yourself somewhere between these two numbers. Many people feel the need to always strive for their reach goal and are disappointed with anything less. The truth is, if you're able to meet all of your family's immediate needs and start growing towards big picture savings goals simultaneously, you'll feel less pressure, i.e. less stress, and could actually find more success in the long run as you grow. Number three, you got to know your business costs. No business is 100% free to run. Even if your business is low cost, all you need is you and your laptop and other expenses will inevitably crop up as you grow. Some common expenses that entrepreneurs run uh, that you might consider are accounting software, computer security programs like, you know, I mean, people forget about that stuff. A paid Dropbox, a logo designed by a professional, fees taken out on credit cards, credit card payments, childcare, materials to create products you sell, rent and utilities, and salaries. Again, it can be helpful to make two lists. Your first list should be the bare minimum expenses you need to run your business successfully. The second list should be the list of expenses that you have if you were spending in a way that aligned with your business development and long-term goals. Don't be afraid to think outside the box here. Ask yourself honestly, what do I need in order to run my business successfully? What should I spend in revenue if I knew I was going to help me grow? These numbers you've got to know. Build your income goals. Once you know what it costs to run your business successfully and how much you need to bring home, you, you can start a creative strategy for generating income. For example, if you need to bring home $125,000 to the household and your business operating expenses are 70, here's what your income goals should look like. Your income goal or expectation, potential gross income of $250,000. This is how it breaks down. If your operating expenses are 70 grand, then your net potential income is 180. But then again, you got to remember you have to assume 30% taxes, which is $54,000. Now your take-home income is 126,000. A lot of people get that clarity wrong. They think they have to make 125,000 and they get to keep it all. But you have expenses and you have taxes and you have operating expenses. Keep in mind that it's very that's a very basic example. It doesn't take into consideration things like salaries, adjusting taxes for qualified retirement contributions and more, all that fun business stuff. But it does help you point in the right direction. If you want to keep with our running theme of creating two gross income goals, one that's the bare minimum and that your business and your family needs and the other one is your reach, feel free to do that. The point is, is the clarity it brings of having those numbers. It can be helpful to know what you absolutely need to make ends meet and what you'd like to make to help start living a better life. I'm going to leave you with a couple of words of advice or two. When you're setting your income goals for your small business, remember that you can't fall into the comparison trap, even with those who are in the same industry as you. Your income goals are going to be unique to you. Do you. Only you know what you need personally and professionally to be fulfilled. That's different for everybody. It's also important to remember that your income goal should be specific. Aiming for a six-figure income goal for your small business isn't specific enough. You need to aim for an amount 
that will net you an amount and income that helps you reach your personal goals to live a happy life, a less stressful life, a more fulfilled life. Still struggling with this? Then here's my suggestion. Setting income goals for your small business can be overwhelming, even when you know how to do a go about it. Finding that motivation to set these goals can be very difficult, especially when you're a business business owner. So working with a financial planner who has experience helping business create a plan that reflects their personal and professional goals can be a big help. So if you're ready to change your relationship with money and start working for your wealth, reach out to us at thefrontlinecoaching.com or thefrontlinecoaching at gmail.com and let's schedule a 15-minute discovery call. I'd love to help you set your goals that leave you feeling fulfilled. Build a strategy for achieving them and living a better life. Have a great Monday. Be safe and take care. Hey, everybody. We're excited today to announce that we have a new sponsor to the Productive Not Busy podcast. Do me a favor. Go visit my friends at Paddleboard Junkie. Paddleboardjunkie.com. If you're into paddleboarding, this is a great website. They're based in Central Florida, and they have a great offering of T-shirts and hats and stickers, some really cool limited edition stuff that you need to check out. Again, that's paddleboardjunkie.com. We'd like to welcome them aboard. Go there and take a look at their website, paddleboardjunkie.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Hammer Down on Productivity and Sales podcast with me, Wayne Weathersby. If you liked it, please subscribe today on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And if you would, take a second, give us a rating, or leave us a message. It would be greatly appreciated.